0: Games are underway and DraftKings is bringing you to the podium DraftKings free to play pools are available every day of the games in Tokyo and offering a free shot at up to $50,000 in total cash prizes that's up to $50,000 up for grabs and the best part is it's free to play DraftKings free to play pools are easy to enter just download the DraftKings app go to pools and choose from a wide variety of free contests for an opportunity to win cash prizes. All you have to do is answer a handful of questions around what you think is going to happen during that day's events, track your results throughout the evening to see if you achieve a victory. Questions will range from medal count to questions about specific to the USA team. DraftKings is safe, secure, reliable, so you can deposit and which are your money at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings app now and use promo code THPN when you sign up for your free shot up to fifty thousand dollars in total cash prizes every day of the games in Tokyo. Headed to DraftKings pools page to get your shot at huge cash prizes. That's promo code THPN for a limited time only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. Please see DraftKings.com for details.
1: What's happening? What is happening? You are now tuned in to the The Windy Windy City City Benders Benders. Podcast. This is WCVP.
0: All right. It's another edition of the WCB Podcast, part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Um, This episode wasn't supposed to happen. Um, Internet (laughs) issues. I'm still dealing with neck issue. Um, Pinkler hasn't kicked in yet, so let's fucking get going. But holy fuck.
1: Yeah. Um, Hawks just, just decided to make moves today and um re- acquire some Stanley Cup champions. They just added about five Stanley Cups to their team just now,
0: and that's not even including the Friday's trade.
1: Oh, yeah, no. Well, yeah. I mean, it's still, it's still they added about five, yeah, you know, yeah, but
0: like you're <laughs> like, you know, a player like, holy shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I guess we should just start right from the fucking beginning, bro. Right now, as we're getting ready to record. Um Blackhawks, now their infamous eyeball emoji tweet sent that out, and I sent to our group text. I'm like, oh, shit, what's going on now? Or here we go again. And before I could even get the Zoom set up, Pote sends us a screenshot of Emily Kaplan um breaking down that the Chicago Blackhawks have traded Brent Seabrook to the Tampa Bay Lightning for Tyler Johnson in 2023 second-round draft pick.
1: Yeah. I don't, I don't get it. Tyler, I don't
0: Tyler Johnson's got three years left on his current deal at a five million cap hit. I don't
1: hate it. Yeah, but like, why not? Like, why didn't they just give Pew Suter like a portion of like this five million dollar that's going towards Tyler Johnson? I don't get I, it.
0: Yeah, so I guess talk t- touch on that really quick. Um Pew Suter, uh, David Camp.
1: God originally didn't, didn't qualify an offer and then also like uh Nick Johnston or something. Which I had no idea. Because <laughs> I I guess he's a prospect. But um yeah, didn't he get qualified? Josh Dickinson. That's what that's what it was. And we got him in a trade anyway.
0: I just so yeah, that that trade comes through, kind of wakes me up. At, that kind of comes through as standards, like, hey, let's let's get recorded my internet's back up. Um, still processing the trade um, that happened earlier, where the Vegas Golden Knights just completely stabbed Mark Andre in the back again. Um, no, this
1: time it was in the front. It was, was in the heart.
0: It wasn't okay.
1: It was in the heart. Before it was in the back, and now it's in the heart.
0: So Mark Andre Fleury gets dealt to the Chicago Blackhawks for what was originally said nothing, and it's still been <laughs> reported as for nothing.
1: Yeah, you got to feel bad for the guy that actually got traded, but... I don't even know. Can't even pretend to say his name. Michael Hackerinen. Yes.
0: It's traded to the Golden Knights for Marc-Andre Fleury. Um, Marc-Andre Fleury said he had no interest in playing anywhere other than Vegas or Pittsburgh. So there is a belief that he's going to retire.
1: I really hope he doesn't. I really hope he doesn't either. I love that move. But if he does... Do it before free agency opens. That's what,
0: so that's what I want to bring up. Like, this is a trade that we've kind of heard rumblings about for a while. Yeah. And it's going back. They said at least July 12th that they let Mark Andre know that there's Blackhawks were interested. Okay. This is a trade that should have happened two weeks ago.
1: Yes, I can see that.
0: If, I mean, if it was knowledge, like, I think it's common knowledge that he had no intention of playing anywhere other than Vegas or Pittsburgh.
1: Yes. But. But. Now he's been traded. Yeah. And Marc-Andre Fleury is, I don't know, like, he seems like the type of guy that just kind of will do what is expected of him and then maybe call it quits from there. But. I don't know. We saw that we saw that tweet from like Kevin Weeks that it was just like, oh, like he's got he's got great character and all this. So I'm just assuming I'm I don't know, like maybe he's just like a little upset, but like he's like, well, you know what? I'm just gonna do it. Like I'll be there for this year, and then just whatever, it's it. Well, did
0: you see his statement that he released through his agent? No. No, all right. I'm trying to pull that up really quick here. Um, but yeah, so this whole sh- kind of go through like the whole like you know why this is such a shitty move, like why Vegas just completely fucked him on this.
1: Vegas doesn't care. I know Vegas I don't, they just they just don't give a shit about what they do. So he didn't even <laughs> it's so didn't, weird. Yeah, he didn't even find out through the team. No, like, he found out via Twitter. Like from social media,
0: like there's a point that like I think the Blackhawks announced it were the first to announce it like official, and I'm like I wonder if Marc Andre knows yet, like through on um, the organization.
1: Yeah, like this is like the this is like the weirdest thing to be right now. I'm just not I'm not really understanding. Like I get Seth Jones was like a like a target that the Hawks really wanted for like the longest time, and then he became available, so they made the move to get him. But like, then they, they go and said last year that they're going to utilize their cap space to bring in like assets. That like, when I hear bring in assets, I think like prospects and picks, right. not like thirty year old Tyler Johnson with five or five billion left on three years, and then thirty seven year old Mark Andre Fleury that okay. might just retire instead of play. Um, like, I don't I don't understand the the, the utilized cap space for assets in that kind of a situation because like typically you're if you have that much cap space and you're a team that's bound for the cup, those are the kind of guys that you want to get. But like, what are we doing? <laughs>
0: it's it's tough looking at this because it's I'm confident like as of right now, if all these guys play, I think this is a playoff team that has a chance to, you know, do some damage.
1: I, but, I just don't know where, like, where all these guys are going to play.
0: Oh, right. But at the same time, so here, so that I, I, I feel confident in this team, but at the same time, I'm also like, I feel like they're in limbo right now. Like you said, what are they? Are we rebuilding? Or are we going for a cup?
1: Well, like, I just, I don't understand like it was last year was like give the young guys ice time and now it's like oh we almost made the playoffs let's not sign our or let's not qualify some of our RFAs and let's get these older guys in here and maybe make a playoff push. And I'm just like let's go somewhere and stay in that direction. I don't get it.
0: So here's the statement that Mark Andre released through his agent Yes. yes. I want to thank all the amazing fans in Vegas and my teammates for four incredible years together. You embraced me and my family from day one and made playing games at the Fortress. One of the greatest joys of my life. We will miss playing in Vegas very much, but I'm grateful for my time in your city. One, fuck the coaches and uh, management in the organization right there. No <laughs> fuck that for that. Two, I don't know if it's just because I'm looking into this trying to figure out if there's like any signs of what he's going to decide to do, but to me, that doesn't seem like I'm hanging it up. Yeah. I kind of true part of him that still is like, it's not like everybody's like, I feel like everybody was like, oh, well, no, it's full blown. He's retiring. It's not Vegas. It's not Pittsburgh. He's retiring. That kind of statement kind of makes me feel like he's at least considering playing.
1: Yes. I think, like I was saying before, like the way that you like ever watched Marc-Andre Fleury, he's like the nicest guy out there. Like, I I feel like he's just not going to have a team trade for him and just be like, no, I'm not playing for your team. You know, right. As much as as much as it might seem like the team gave him away and we were like, yeah, sure, we'll take him. I think like I thought it would be like before when there was rumblings about the trade, I thought it was going to be a fantastic trade for the Hawks because like, that's the kind of guy you want to mentor your up and coming goaltender in Lankman. Like, he goes from being like the one that plays almost every game and like really can't handle the load last season to being like now the basically 1B, mainly two behind a, a fantastic fucking goaltender. Like, or fantastic in a way of like longevity. He's played, he's been in the league for so fucking long. Um, he's like he's not always had great seasons but i mean he had a business season last year so that's fantastic it's gonna be good but as long as he plays yeah, <laughs> yeah. and i just i just don't understand the tyler johnson trade like unless we're like looking to flip tyler johnson with like salary retained
0: i was just say that's the only way I can see us flipping him is if we retain salary because you got to remember this guy went through waivers last year.
1: Yeah, nobody and, wanted that.
0: Yeah, nobody claimed it. So there's got to be something more to this.
1: I would hope so. Like what? <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't get it. Like he's mainly a center. We've already got Taves, Doc, Borgstrom, Godet, like Strom. Like, what are we what are we looking for here?
0: Second City Hockey tweeted out, Hawks are going to win the 2015 Stanley Cup again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, like, Tyler Johnson, like, what has he been doing lately? He he had one season where he put up 72 points, and then he hasn't – he's touched 50 one time after that. So, like, I don't know. I don't – I don't know, man.
0: Here's what's going to get really tricky, though. If Tyler Johnson stays on this team and he's not being used to like flip, you're looking at Tazen Kane next next season, 10.5 10, each. You got it at 6.4, Tyler Johnson at 5, and then Seth Jones 9.5 kicks in. Yeah. And that's another flat cap season projected.
1: Well, don't forget you also have Brett Connolly at 3.5. <clears throat> which is oh, fuck
0: I always forget about that guy
1: yeah which was like a cap was acquisi- acquisition to bring in like Borstrom but then we also went off whatever of- it was
0: Kubelik needs a contract after yes. this year Strom needs a contract after this year hopefully that's not from us Um Godet would possibly need a contract again Kirby Doc needs a contract uh Mike Harmon needs a contract Phil of, uh Kurshov needs a contract. The Han Murphy, uh, Wyatt Kalnick, Caleb Jones, all of the goalies in our system.
1: Yeah, dude, nah, man, what is hey? St- it's uh, I mean, ton of people need deals, but I mean, that's a lot of cap space still.
0: What if Stan knows he's going down, so he's just trying to fuck things up as much as possible before release. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess that would make tons of sense. <laughs> oh, I I, let's see. They only they're gonna have projected forty eight point six seven five at four next season, so they'll have thirty two million in cap space, thirty three million in cap space with a lot to sign. Yeah, with a lot to sign, but I mean, not everybody's gonna be making fucking brett Connolly, money yeah kubalik
0: is the only one that i would be like okay i wonder what he's gonna want
1: yeah um this is this is another reason i don't understand the tyler johnson deal (laughs) like don't get it you could just have seabrook on like injury reserve the whole time like
0: this (laughs) really makes me wonder though too like what do they know about Siebes? or i'm sorry mark andre like because right now they can go up to, they were at, before they made the trade with Vegas, they were allowed to go like 11 million over the cap.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, with, after the Marc Andre, they went 1 million over. So they had about 10 million. So now they got about 5 million left of cat space that they can go over. Oh, well, yeah. Actually, no, that changes now because Siebes is off the books.
1: Yeah, Siebes is completely off. Fuck. Well, right now, It says that their projected cap hit is seventy nine million. That's with Shaw still on there.
0: Yeah. So three add three three nine to.
1: So it's about six million in cap space. Yeah. Um, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what they're doing. Is it six million in cap space they need for signing guys like? They're qualified, qualified offer guys like Hagel, Nylander, and Zadorov. If they're still trying to sign him.
0: I, I actually saw today that they're still trying to move him.
1: Zadorov. Yeah. I was gonna say like maybe they qualified him just to see if anybody would offer sheet him in the grab, yeah grab a pick in the fucking free agency.
0: I just, I think I think it's safe to say Zadorov played his last game as a Blackhawk already. I, can't. I mean,
1: honestly, what is the, the pretty? does the qualifying offer do? Like, if nobody, if no one either either offers sheets him, then he just gets another year at whatever he was just paid. Um,
0: that's a great question. I don't know exactly. I can only think about it in like NHL
1: because that's what. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the way. Like Patrick Kane, he was he was given a qualifying offer, and then so he signed his qualifying offer, which was just an extra year at what he was making the, last five. season. Yeah, yeah.
0: I just want to verify that if because that sounds right but he also it, has yeah. the op- he also has the option not to sign so he could fucking go right
1: over- but he can months. he could go overseas he could he could literally wait to sign until like December 1st. Um, I don't know how that really works out like what was it? So he would be I'm assuming he would be making 3.2 if he signed his qualifying offer that's all it would oh so his
0: so i'm unless looking at is, unless
1: it's like one of those things where he has like arbitration rights and then the, there's an arbitrator that like decides like oh he like he gives this much the hawks give this much and the arbitrator like decides the whatever yeah. he thinks he's worth which i
0: think you don't want to go to that situation although i think that plays into the black hawk's favor like here's everybody is like loves the because of his size and his hits dude he's got the char effect Everybody is so mesmerized by how big he is and how hard he can hit and all that. They just forget about his weak skating, his weak puck control, his weak defensive play. How many times did we talk last season about a defenseman being out of play, you know, leaving a guy in front of the net and yeah. majority of the time, it was a Doroff's guy.
1: Yeah. Or Keith.
0: Um. So here, real quick, line a was making six, seven, five last year.
1: His was that pop, his actual off. annual value, or oh. was that his? Oh, base um, salary. Yeah, what's his base salary?
0: Base salary is seven five. That
1: makes so. Sense. So that's what it would be. I don't know if that's the same situation for us all, Just based off of how long he's been in the league. If there's like different types of like RFAs and shit. Well,
0: if it's if we go by oh the- wait the here's
1: thing. there's yeah he's arbitration eligible.
0: So, if it goes to the same thing, like, say he accepts his qualifying offer, it's yeah.
1: 3.2. Yeah, I'm just saying, but he's arbitration eligible.
0: I bet he gets four if he goes to arbitration. If the Hawks come in, I think the Hawks are coming at 3, 3.2 again, and I think he's going to come in at five five 5.85. He probably gets four.
1: Uh, I don't know how it works exactly. <laughs> What's this? What am I looking at?
0: We still have to sign Hagel.
1: Yeah. That's, the, that's what I was just saying.
0: <laughs> Ny- Nylander?
1: Yeah, I, I guess they're still on the Nylander train. <sighs> so... Oh, he's, yeah, he's arbitration eligible for sure. I don't know like how that whole thing goes down. I just know that the team always like fucking low balls the player really hard.
0: All right, Stan Bowman, I would first like to thank Brent for his cooperation in this process throughout his career. Brent put his team first and appreciate all the many accomplishments. <laughs> Accomplishments with and contributions to the Chicago Blackhawks, he will be remembered as a champion and will always be part of the Blackhawk family. Tyler Johnson adds a large amount of skill depth to our offense. Does not like to trade. Oh,
1: him. Yeah, it sounds like they're kind of holding on to him. Is this like okay? Is this Tyler like picking up Tyler Johnson to basically re- replace what Suter and Camp would have been? I think so. Like Tyler Johnson, I believe can play the penalty kill. Yeah. So, like, having a penalty kill of Taves, Brinksy, Johnson, and Doc is actually kind of sick. Like I said, I don't hate the move. I just – I don't get it. I just don't yeah. understand it. Yeah. I don't – I don't know the whole giving up $5 million for a guy that they were trying to move for, like, forever. <laughs> like, I don't – I don't know. And why – what – why do we have to help out Tampa? Like nobody wanted to help us out (laughs) like ever without like squeezing like a prospect out of us. And we just helped Tampa out with cap space. Like 5 million in cap space. I don't get it. Whatever, man. Fuck. I just (laughs) I wish I knew more. So, so the Hawks have had it, quite a head scratcher of a off season so far.
0: Yeah, um, they you've you've deleted Twitter so you don't see it really, but they no. have been the butt end of a lot of jokes. And man, I gotta tell you, I don't know if it's just because Twitter's a fucking cancer of a place or what. Oh, probably. Holy fuck the fuck Chicago bandwagon right now is obnoxious.
1: <laughs> they hate us cause they ain't us.
0: <laughs> like there's so much like, I don't even know if we want to even like what we want to get into today. Um, if we just want to talk these moves or not, if we want to get into everything, because it's, it's, it's really annoying seeing how these people talk about, you know, the situation going on with this investigation, and all that too. Um, And it's like everything you like, everybody's like talking, like it's the investigation is done and all that kind of stuff. And the hawks just aren't sharing their info. There's nothing to share yet. There's nothing to share yet. Like you don't think that the first time that there's some information that leaks or that comes out that it's not going to be addressed. I just, I don't, I don't understand what people, people want. Like, I'm very curious of what non blackhawk fans realistically and that the key word that i'm about to say is realistically expect to happen from from this investigation in this alleged cover-up you have people talking about how they shouldn't be allowed to make moves at all that they shouldn't be allowed to draft they shouldn't be allowed to trade like yeah i just i don't understand
1: oh they want to like kill the franchise
0: exactly yeah
1: jesus I just I don't get it. I
0: really don't understand. And then mm-hmm. so that all comes out because there's more stories that came out about the about what happened. There was an amendment to the to the lawsuit. Um, I'm not gonna say anything because it's you know what, it's not worth the fucking time because it's disgusting and it's terrible if it is true and all that. If you if you haven't seen or heard about it, go look it up. It's all it's it's online. You can see what this amendment is to the lawsuit. Tanner, you found it on Instagram, right? Because you you're the one that sent it to us
1: yes yeah yeah so, with the baseball bet yeah
0: so go look it up um but then it comes up to that all that leads into the blockbuster trade on friday where the Hawks acquired seth jones um i want to pull up the exact trade here
1: yep seth jones and i'm trying oh man wasn't it like a second second rounder all right, it was
0: Seth Jones. We the, Black oh, Oc- the first round pick. Yeah, the Seth Jones received, uh, or Blackhawks Oc- received to Seth Jones, a 2021 first round pick, which was the 32nd overall, mm-hmm. uh, and a 2022 six-round pick. Blue Jackets requ- uh, acquired Oakwist, the number 12 draft pick from this past draft, the number 44 draft pick from this past draft, and a 2022 conditional first-round pick, which is protected if any of the picks be, get picked in the draft lottery. So if it comes, I believe, in the top three. If it, it's a, two. Three, is it top two? Yeah, it's oh, only top two
1: now. It. Yeah, that's right.
0: So if it's a top two draft pick, the Hawks keep it, and the 2023 one goes to
1: Columbus. Why does it say it wins one of the 2022 draft lotteries?
0: Because they do two drawings to see who goes, who's one and who's
1: two. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, Wasn't so just before, one drawing,
0: or it was three.
1: That's fucking weird. Okay, it's something with like odds and all
0: that kind of stuff. I don't know.
1: All right, whatever. I'm
0: too dumb to explain it, but
1: yes. So then, right after he got traded, signed a big old deal,
0: seven or eight years, nine point five, full no movement clause, the entire entire contract wouldn't be a Stan Bowman's contract extension if the no movement clause was included. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's definitely an overpay. So why not toss the no move in there already too? Like, what? I, don't, I mean, I don't know. Your
0: initial, <laughs> okay, so let's start with this. Your initial reaction to what the Hawks gave up to get Seth Jones?
1: I was fine with it. Hundred percent. I think everybody like really thinks that. Everything that Seth Jones did up until, like, two years ago is, like, non-existent. And then these past two years, is what he really is. Where I think when he's on a team that has players like Patrick Kane and Alex Dobrynkit, and if Jonathan Taves is back, like, that kind of leadership, I just think that it's going to be a completely different, like, back to, like, Seth Jones being amazing.
0: You're pulling number. Everybody's pulling numbers from last season.
1: Yeah. Last I mean, Columbus th- was terrible altogether last season. Yeah. Nobody wanted to play for Tortorella. Like, I don't get it.
0: A, a shortened season on a complete dog shit team, and you're going to try to – A shortened
1: to- off season as well, too. Like- yeah.
0: I – I don't understand the hate. And I think my reaction, too, is I think people put way too much weight on draft picks.
1: Yeah. Plus, it was a draft that people weren't really sure about the picks at all. So it was kind of like there was tons of GMs that were like, I don't really care to have a bunch of draft picks this year because, like, a lot of these guys didn't get a full season of, like, being scouted. So it's kind of like a shit show for, like, who's going where. If
0: there if there's a time to take a risk on moving a couple draft picks, it's this
1: right now is it. Yeah. And, and then. Even,
0: even next can, year. Next year, I believe there's, like, three names, top three. And after that, I haven't heard much. Yeah. So it's, like.
1: I think the other part about it, too, is, like, giving a box list for them. It's, yeah. like, I get it understand i don't yeah i mean the problem with like focus right yeah i said bockfist like yeah yeah that's fine it's the same (laughs) shit adam bockfist adam bockfist whatever um but yeah i mean like i know he's still like super young but it's kind of like his skating either needs to be like excelling a lot more than everyone else because he's definitely not going to have the size He's just going to get tossed around. He's great offensively, but, like, he could end up just being basically like an Eric Gustafson versus, like, an Eric Carlson. Yeah. Like, Carlson, at least – I don't even – at least he had, like, the wheels to fucking get around and, and drive the play, not to mention, like, the hands and the shot. Like, I mean, I'm assuming both of us could probably get there, but, I like – I think the Hawks were just kind of like, this isn't what the eighth overall pick should be at this point. And I mean, if you got, if you have a chance to get Seth Jones and they're asking you for one of your young defensemen, I think with the way that Kalanick played last year, like even though he's a little bit older and and Mitchell too, like they still have a little bit better size. They probably have just as good of like vision. Like I, I really love the way that Kalanick finished the season. Like, yeah, me too. I think that also kind of made it easier for the Hawks and made make bokehist a little bit expendable. And
0: here's the thing: like, do you guys remember what the original ask for was for Seth Jones?
1: Oh yeah, Doc and Debrinkett. And or Bokwist. Yeah. Yeah. So we only gave up one. <laughs> and I'll
0: be the first to admit I I don't love that contract. I yeah. thought what I thought that's what he was gonna get. I I I originally said I think nine, nine, 9.5 is what I thought he was originally gonna get on the open market. Um, I yeah, I don't I, I don't get the hate on this deal. I really don't. Yeah,
1: well, I mean, I like I said, I think it's a, a bit of an overpay. But if you really look at it, like we're paying Seabrook almost seven million to be basically thirty eight. Uh, or like 40, like until he was 40. And then we were paying Keith for another two seasons, 5.5. So that was 12.5 mixed up in two guys that, like even though they won us three cups, like they are way on the tail end of their career. So I feel like we got a player that's better than both of them right now combined, has the chance to be really good for the entirety of this contract, And yeah, he's only 26. He's going to be 35 by the time it's over. Like (laughs) if, and we're like, basically you're taking Keith and Seabrook not being very functional. Like I know Seabrook didn't play last year, but like if you consider the year before where he did start the season, we had 12.5 million locked up in these two or like 13 million, right? No 12.5 locked up in these two guys that could barely play defense at this point. And one of them's getting all the time in the world. And I don't know if anybody was watching him, but he's fucking blind. Like, I love him for everything he's done. But, like, man, he was out of position so often. And,
0: Joy Edmonton.
1: I mean, it's kind of like saving $3 million and, and giving a, a spot to like one of the young guys. And, like, we have a guy that literally I still believe can be indoors finalist at least.
0: Do you know what you want your your first overall picks to turn into? You want them to turn into Seth Jones? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know how many years it would have taken probably for whoever we took 12th overall to reach it to the NHL? Probably like three or four.
1: I mean, and then that's not even being like as productive as, as Seth Jones will be right away.
0: You're paying a you're you're paying a premium to essentially skip over all the parts of you know the waiting period, basically. Like
1: it's a cheat code. <laughs> I just I I just like I think I think last season they, when they decided like it's rebuild time, and then they saw what the team did, and then they see that that Jones is available, and they're like oh, okay. I mean like. Maybe rebuild could be held, like held off for a bit, and we just kind of retool instead. But it's like I don't know. <laughs> it's, I fucking wish I knew what was going on in the heads of everybody because, like, if we're in a if we're in rebuild mode, like you make that Keith trade and then you don't make the move for Seth Jones, you try to acquire prospects that can become Seth Jones because that's like what a rebuild is. <laughs> this is isn't a rebuild. Re- the rebuild doesn't acquire Tyler Johnson at $35 five million for three years and, and Marc-Andre Fleury. <laughs> yeah, I... Dude, I don't think fucking <laughs> – I really don't think Belvin knows what rebuild means.
0: His favorite word last offseason when he was doing his media tour when he was pitching the rebuild was transparency.
1: Yeah, I feel like he. What's going know, on? Like he has, he has he has like something like break in his house, like a refrigerator, and he replaces it with a nice new one, and he goes, "I rebuilt my house." <laughs> like, <laughs> like, uh, I don't really think you did. He's like, "Well, we we made it better." <laughs> it's, okay.
0: So just looking at the depth chart that Cat Friendly has, you have. And obviously we know these lines aren't like what the lines are, but they have DeBrigat Taves Kane as the first line, Kubelik, Doc, Johnson as the second, Strom, Borkstrom, Nylander as the third, Hegel, Gaudette, and Kuroshev as the fourth. Dahan Jones, Stillman, Murphy, Zadorov, Mitchell with Mark Andre and Kevin Lincoln in. I don't yeah,
1: think, I don't hate that lineup. I don't. I mean, I don't either. I don't get it. I don't understand it. I think are they? They might be counting on players like being hurt or being like inconsistent, like Nylander. I think they're still hoping Nylander can find consistency and become like as good as he becomes in like NHL nineteen. <sighs>
0: I'm telling you, Stan's just sitting and playing NHL, just trying to be like, okay, well,
1: I'm Nylander telling, should be at this level. I'm, I'm telling you, by 23, Nylander's like an 89 overall. It's a fucking steal. Trust me.
0: <laughs> so does this even – do we even bother looking forward to free agency tomorrow or today?
1: I mean, like, we still – like, we – I don't think so because we have to – like, we're looking to sign – like Hegel and Nylander and probably Zadorov, unless they're looking to like flip anybody, I don't think they are.
0: Yeah, I'm trying I to see. I mean, Dorough- we, when
1: you when you had the lineups, did it say Brett Connolly anywhere? No. <laughs> He's
0: under him. Carpenter and Caleb Jones are listed under scratches.
1: Oh really? Yeah. Zadorov doesn't even have a deal. Caleb Jones is still scratched. <laughs>
0: And even if – see, I would put Wyatt up there first.
1: Yeah, I would put Wyatt with uh, Seth Jones.
0: Wyatt, Seth Jones. I like Connor Murphy with Stillman and then do DeHaan and Mitchell.
1: Yeah. That wouldn't be too bad. I wouldn't even mind, like, maybe Riley Stillman with Seth Jones. See how that works out.
0: I got 82 games. I have a feeling that they're going to be seeing a whole bunch of combinations. So
1: I just like looking at looking at this, this team three years from now, who's who's got deals right now? Tyler Johnson, Seth Jones and Riley Stillman. All Blackhawks selections. (laughs) Looking
0: at this fucking roster, it looks like like somebody playing NHL franchise mode.
1: Yeah, it's kind of weird. I honestly, I want it. Like I keep saying like sign Hagel long-term, but I mean, they're going to probably get him a one-year deal. And then I don't know what happens after that basis. I bet
0: for a little bit, it'll be a year by year basis. I think by a little bit, for a little bit, he might get a three-year deal,
1: a little bridge deal, but. Who's going to be the next one to get like a long-term deal. I mean, Kubelik's probably not going to get anything long-term. He's He's going to probably get like a three-year. Yeah. He's the
0: only one that I can see.
1: To it's going to be the next long-term deal. He's going to, he's going to, for sure, he should for sure be like an eight-year deal because he's going to be making like 9 million. If you're going to be making 9 million, don't give him like a three-year deal. And then when it's over, you're going to be like, all right, well, here's your eight-year deal at like $11 million.
0: It just sucks that the projected time period for the flag cap to go away is a year after we need to sign everybody. 2024 20, 20, 2025 is the projection of, of the cap rising again that's pretty cool well <laughs> that's but the year before we'll, we'll need to sign Kane Taves, to bring it
1: yeah maybe everybody takes a one-year deal and then I don't know that's why I'm not a GM I wouldn't have made some of these moves like I would have definitely taken Seth Jones and then just built around that but I would not have like brought in Tyler Johnson. I would have taken that cap space and used it on the RFAs that we have. I don't know. (laughs) I'm saying I'm looking forward to Seth Jones playing on this team, even though everybody thinks that's a very huge overpay. I can't – it's – I'm going to say everybody's going to be so fucking wrong when they see Seth Jones being top of the league defenseman for a majority of this contract and they're going to fucking be eating their goddamn words.
0: I would put a lot of money down that that's going to happen.
1: I I honestly believe it is.
0: I think so, too. I, I think that you put this guy on a team, no matter what your opinion of this team is, no matter how blind you are of just your hate for the Hawks or how biased you are for being a Hawks fan, at the end of the day, I think this is a great team. It's a good team. It's might not be a Stanley Cup shoe-in team, but they're a contender, I think. I think they can put up a fight, and you put a guy like Seth Jones around players like that?
1: I, I think just having Seth Jones around Kane, Taves, and DeBrinket is a completely different deal than having him around Cam Atkinson and Pierre-Luc Dubois and Patrick Aline. I mean, not even – like, those two weren't even there at the same time, but, like, who else – Like. Jeff Carter, <laughs> like, I don't know, Nick Foligno. Like, who's got the skill of Patty Kane? Who's nope. got the leadership of Jonathan Tapes? Who's, like, as insanely good and still really young as DeBrinkit on a consistent basis? Because Lion A does show up and fucking destroy some teams sometimes. But DeBrinkit his last season was insane. That kid's going to be the fucking captain before Doc. What a six second second-round pick that was. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Shaw. <laughs> oh, like Doc's like – we, we even mentioned, like, the draft. We got Doc's brother. So apparently, we're just doing the whole brother thing again.
0: Yeah. Um, the NHL GM's been watching a lot of Fast and Furious. Uh, all about family. You got the Doc's. You got the Jones on the Blackhawks. You got the McCars on Colorado. You got the Flurries on Seattle.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, the Hawks have done plenty of brotherly – brotherly love through the draft, like the Hazes. They got we're the Sakuras. Pretty, so
0: Roy, I don't know if you know this, I didn't look it up, but he sent a little message to uh, our Instagram page and he goes, how many brothers can you name that have been in the Blackhawks organization? And I asked him, did they have to play or did, were they like just in the organization at the same time? He said in the organization at the same time. Yeah. Like what? there's Taves, Seabes,
1: suitors yes i mean this the joneses are going to do it and doc yeah um esposito's i
0: don't think they were in the organization at the same time
1: was it not the same time i don't think so i guess i'm not that old i don't know yeah i I just assume sometimes um what was it oh hazes but they didn't play kevin never played
0: they were in the organization at the same time technically yes
1: technically um, what else did I say already? <laughs> I don't know. I just think it's funny. Sakuras. That's what that was the other one. Oh,
0: yeah. I forgot what Sakura.
1: Oh, the uh, Broadhursts, Bro- they both played in Rockford at the same time. So man I, oh man,
0: I keep checking Twitter to see if there's any like explanation coming up. Yeah,
1: if there's like a we flipped uh. <laughs> We flip Tyler Johnson. I like it when, like, you get, like, NHL updates, and they they don't tell you who they who was traded. They're just like, oh, Blackhawks got two-time Stanley Cup champion, and it's like, oh, shit, who'd they get? And it's like, Tyler Johnson. Yeah.
0: Well, that's what, too, I was killing me on Friday. So I'm sitting there. I see the Seth Jones news go out, or the Blackhawks see the little eye emoji tweet, and then the Seth Jones came. All oh, the Blackhawks are getting Seth Jones. I felt like every trade that happened that day, it was like – this person got traded for this. Boom, boom. This person got traded for this. Boom boom. Black Hots. Satch Jones come to Chicago. We're gonna make you wait for 45 minutes to find out who's going back and what the actual trade is.
1: Oh yeah. There were so many more details to it. Whenever you are like a conditional pick as well, it always like takes forever to find out what it is.
0: There's just been this is like a fucking this has gotta be like the most like. The last time an offseason was this nuts was probably after that first lockout when the salary cap got introduced.
1: Yeah, probably. She's just popping off.
0: Steve, Steve Dangle tweeted out. He goes opening night in the NHL this year is going to be like, where the hell did you get when, or when the hell did you get here?
1: (laughs) Well, that was the same as last season. It was just like, this stuff happened so quick. And then the season started like that on cap friendly, like one of the popular buyouts is Tyler Johnson. (laughs) I think that's just be- when he was on Tampa. But, my God. Yeah, there's been tons of trades. Like, I don't – just, like, a few big ones, like, recently. Like, Nate Schmidt just got traded to Winnipeg. Dylan Brennan,
0: got traded him to Winnipeg.
1: Winnipeg's yeah, Brendan Dylan got traded. Yeah, that's what they needed to do is, like, get their –
0: Their D back
1: up. Their D back up for They sure. haven't
0: recovered from, from the whole Buff incident. They really haven't recovered from that.
1: no. Let's see what else was there. Those are just there's tons of just like picks going back and forth. Um, I out James Neal, Sam uh, Reinhardt got traded to Florida. So now Florida has three of the top four picks from what was it 2014? Yeah, 2014.
0: Can you name
1: them? Eck yeah. Um, Barkov? no. Barkov, they already they drafted like the next year, year before. The other, you said how many was it? Three or four? Three out of the four. Three out of the four. Top four picks. Did they draft him or did they? they... No, 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 no. They have them now.
0: No. Oh, okay. So that so it wasn't like okay.
1: No, no, no. Because like they just got Reinhardt, so that's one of them as well. Yeah. So you got to think of what the third one is. What is it?
0: I'm gonna feel like an idiot. It's the only ones that I'm gonna be like, oh, I fucking should have known that. Sam
1: Bennett. <laughs> That's exactly. I couldn't remember if he was like. Yeah, and that- then the other the other thing is like the fifth overall pick was Michael Delkall, and he didn't get a qualifying offer, so Florida can get him if they want. And Jake Verton was the sixth overall pick, who just got bought out, right. so they can get him if he if they want. But he's like in some shit like the law, so maybe not. <laughs> yeah.
0: Buyouts include James Neal, too. Brandon Holpe, uh, Martin Jones, um, Keith Yandel signing with Philly allegedly.
1: Yeah, with uh, a full no-trade clause. At at league at like league minimum no-trade clause.
0: Yeah, one year nine hundred thousand and a full no-trade clause.
1: Yeah, we got uh, for trades. You got Jakob Voracek going back to Columbus for Cam Atkinson. Oh yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of movement. I didn't understand that trade a lot, but I don't
0: okay. And who else I don't really understand is Carolina.
1: Yeah, Car- I, yeah, for sure. Carolina moving on from Nadalkovich, and then uh because he initially wanted 3.5, and then he signs for 3 million in Detroit.
0: They only offered him 1.5.
1: That's fucking silly. Whatever. Now they have Bernier, who they think they're gonna sign, and Mrazic, who they're gonna sign, who were both acquired from Detroit. <laughs>
0: What's so funny, too, like uh, Carolina went from, oh, man, who's going to be the guy to, oh, man, who are we going to sign to play goalie for us?
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, Jesus. Oh, yeah, Arizona got Gosses there and Andrew Ladd. Did we talk about Andrew Ladd like last time?
0: I don't remember. I think we did. Arizona is just master of the second round coming up.
1: We did. We did talk about that last time because that's when we talked about the whole Ryan Ellis, Nolan Patrick, Cody Glass kind of trade. So yeah, it was like everything from the twenty second on. Goddamn, lots of moves.
0: Arizona is now five second round picks next year. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs>
1: and all amazing. these all these salaries they took taken
0: on too. They still have
1: fourteen million in space. That's insane. Are you kidding me?
0: There, um, I saw a report that Phil Kessel's going to be dealt. didn't say where, but he's played his last game in Arizona.
1: Yeah, is looking to be dealt, too. He's got a lot of a lot of teams looking for him. Yeah, if if Flurry doesn't play. They've retained salary on ekman Larson. Yeah. Holy shit. Like a million. Are you kidding me? I, didn't, has, I don't even can- think I've looked into that he trade was- that hard. Vancouver was so up against
0: the cap. And like Vancouver, I think I think OEL pretty much made it. Where that was the only place he can go.
1: Jesus, where is this trade? <clears throat> what a fun time! And then we all right. So we got <laughs> free agency, and the next. Or wait, when this comes up, and it's tomorrow then.
0: Yeah, today. So today when you're listening to this free agency is probably already started. Um it's a eleven
1: o'clock central time. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. It's I forgot today's Tuesday. Yeah. Oh yeah, they got Connor Garland too. Jesus Christ. They signed
0: him, they signed him to a four-year deal,
1: I believe, today. Yeah, like close to five million or something, or four or five million.
0: He went from being the guy in Arizona to like he's like the fifth best forward now in, in Vancouver.
1: Well, I mean, it's gonna be a lot of pre- less pressure on him. Right going to be able to – he was scoring. I just like – I feel well. so bad
0: for all the Arizona fan out there, the one Arizona fan out there.
1: Yeah. Like – Well, at least they can watch Antoine Roussel, Jay Beagle, and Louis Erickson play for a combined $12 million.
0: Man, if this isn't them setting up to move to Houston,
1: I don't know what what it is. <laughs> just like, going to fold the team and do another 30-second expansion team. At least uh the coyotes drafted Shane Doan's son. Yeah, that's like pretty cool. 36th overall or something. Jesus. All right. Well, this has been insane. Yeah. Um, I don't oh, know. Oh, Vetchkin signed a deal. That's another new thing. God damn.
0: Five by nine point five. He has to score at a thirty-three goal pace, and that's five years to break break Gretzky
1: Within so, the within the contract. Yeah. Man, if he, he
0: plays the whole contract, he has to score average 33 goals, which I think he will get 40 plus this
1: year. Yeah.
0: Maybe even next year.
1: I think he, re, he does retire. Like as soon as he hits Dude, <laughs> right I, over,
0: I think he scores that, that, that goal that puts him over breaks the record and he puts his stuff down on the ice and he gets off.
1: That would be insane.
0: And he gets right on a private jet back to Russia. where Putin's <laughs> waiting for him with champagne.
1: <laughs> Are you sure it's champagne and not vodka?
0: Yeah, vodka. Yeah,
1: we'll go vodka. Yeah, let's, we'll,
0: let's go both. Let's go both.
1: Yeah. I going to pour the vodka into the champagne.
0: Oh, man. So I put up real quick, too, I put up on our Instagram story, just kind of like, oh, what's, how are you feeling about the off season so far? And just had a lot of facepalm emojis Uh, One person go, can't believe that guy from Vegas is now that guy from Chicago. (laughs) Uh, Bowman last year, we are in a rebuild. This year, dollar dollar bills.
1: Yeah, Jesus.
0: And if Andre reports, not bad, want to see what else is going to happen. And that was before
1: the Tyler Johnson move. I I think what's left for the Hawks to do right now is basically for me is definitely get Brandon Hagel signed.
0: Yeah. I think you get the focus on signing our, our RFAs.
1: No, just focus on signing Brandon Hagel. That's all I care about. I do not give a shit about Zadorov. Don't give a shit about Nylander. Just sign Hagel and go into the season with whatever. <laughs> I, uh,
0: I saw a couple of people saying that the Hawks are probably are going to try to sign McCabe.
1: Oh, Jake McCabe. Yeah. Why are we signing more defensemen?
0: But it makes sense. He's he's a local guy, so.
1: Yeah, but I don't know. Before it's, it's before more money that doesn't moves. need to be spent because, like, if you are going to sign him, I'm sure it's not going to be like a one year deal. If it's a one year deal, cool, whatever.
0: Yeah. Before all these moves happen, I was like, I was talking at work. I'm like, this kind of feels like a Carrick finally getting signed by the Blackhawks type of off season. Not so much anymore.
1: Is he a UFA? Yeah, he's UFA. I just, I wish I knew what, what the Hawks, like there was, I didn't hear a damn thing about Tyler Johnson coming to the Hawks. And then all of a sudden it's like, excuse me, what? I don't think anybody <laughs> did. I really like, like I, we heard rumblings of like Vegas and like flurry, like come here and. Like, Seth Jones making that move. So, Emily
0: Kaplan tweeted that 58 minutes ago as of this recording. When did the Hawks do their emoji tweets? She's been killing it, by the way. Yeah. An hour ago. So, she reported that two minutes after the Blackhawks
1: did their eyeball emoji (laughs) tweet. Well, that's insane. Good job. I, oh man, I don't know. I really don't know. It's a head scratcher of an offseason. I I uh, I can't wait to see what other kind of head scratching moves we're going to make. Like, watch, like, we just, like, end up fucking trading away, like, Taze.
0: Don't fucking say that. Don't put that in the universe. Don't
1: it's do it. It's happening. Don't fucking do that. Blackhawks acquire Steven Stamkos for Taze, one for one. Because... He's not gonna play next year.
0: So do you think that they put a deadline for Marc Andre to be like, hey, we need an answer?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be right before free agency opens. <laughs> You're gonna find out at like what is it, 10, 10 a.m. Marc Andre Flurry decides to retire as the Blackhawks greatest goaltender of all time. <sighs> <laughs> I the, what was the first thing we said when they when we heard about that. We said, oh, we're about to get Crawford. We're about to get Crawford. <laughs> yeah. He's going to he's gonna come here and fucking retire before he even plays any games with us.
0: Yeah, but would Crawford him at least showing up to training camp, though?
1: Yeah, for like one like training two day, camp. Two days. Practice. Two days, yeah, something like that. Just, oh, jeez. He's going to see the team. He's like, all right, guys, not for me. Yeah. I just, I'm going to go out of Vezna winner." Conference finalist,
0: <laughs> oh, man. I am. Um,
1: it's a lot of like us trying to like figure out what to say after all this.
0: Yeah, this, this is great. This is great podcasting right here. Like us just sitting here, like, oh man, I don't know, just thinking and all this. But
1: it's like, like I trying said, to get the thoughts out, but yeah. it, I, my thoughts are just, what the fuck are we thinking?
0: This is, I mean, this is probably the most like you like legit reaction, like you're going to get, like we haven't had any time to process this. We're just jumping on recording and all that. I'm sure we're going to try to, I think we're going to try to record mo- uh Sunday again. Yeah. To talk about, you know, free agency and all that. And maybe we can, we'll hear more about what's going on and why these moves are happening.
1: Maybe somebody does get flipped. Maybe Flurry is staying with the team. Maybe he's retiring. Like,
0: what, oh, what I was trying to say before I got sidetracked, if he decides, like say he waits like a week or so to tell us if he's playing or not. I honestly think that's okay because I'm not impressed with the UFA goalies. Yeah. I think the better bet would be to try and trade for a goalie.
1: Oh, no. I'm tired of giving up assets unless we're giving up fucking like Tyler Johnson at this point. So you, I was so you would to say, roll, you roll
0: with Suban or Delia?
1: Well, no, I was gonna say like see if you can get somebody on like a one year deal, like ha- even having like Braden Holpe on like a one year deal, just to take some of the pressure off of Lankin and it, having it not be Suban or Delia would be great.
0: He's a veteran. He needs a veteran behind there.
1: Yeah, I'm saying if that we can't
0: go like he need that. And we got really spoiled with the possibility of that veteran being fucking Mark Andre. I mean, it could still be. You never know. Tuka Ross, Martin Jones, Frederick Anderson, Devin Dubnik, Holpi, Ranta, Reimer, Grubauer, Mrazic.
1: I mean, even if I'm saying like fucking Braden Holby even just having like Martin Jones. Like, they're, neither of them had good seasons.
0: I was going to say Halak would be a great one because he's a great – he knows he's a yeah. backup, but he's a, apparently going to be signing in Vancouver. Oh,
1: okay. That makes sense. Um,
0: Brian Elliott, I wouldn't hate that one either. Another guy that he's done great work with, uh, Carter Hart. Yeah, He's playing. Gers Uh
1: Yeah, no. He's, like, a really good backup.
0: Which is all we need, yeah. Which is all we need, though.
1: Now we need somebody that's like a good one. What if they just went after what is it, Grubauer? (laughs) Just give him the seven million that they're going to give Flurry for the year. He can take a one year deal. He's a vet. We'll get the other one, another (laughs) Vesna. just finalist. We'll get the two out of the three this year.
0: Bring Freddie in on a prove it deal.
1: I mean. I wouldn't hate that either.
0: No, I think best bet would probably be Holpe or Jones just because they're bought out and they would probably be willing to sign for a lot less.
1: Yeah. But if we're, if we're talking about quality goalie, I would say like Freddie Anderson would be good.
0: I think Jones wouldn't be too bad either. I mean, none of them had good seasons. No, and but you also got to look, look at the teams they played on.
1: Well, uh, Freddie played on Toronto.
0: Oh, I'm not. I'm not talking about Freddie.
1: Oh, you're talking about those other 2 I'm right?
0: talking about like the buyout guys.
1: Yeah, true. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But yeah, wouldn't mind some veteran presence still if uh, Flurry decides to just pack his bags and stay at home.
0: Mark Andre, I know you're listening to this. I know you're you're listening to this very small Black Hots podcast that. You know, part of the reason why you're coming to Chicago now, but just stick it out one year.
1: Yeah, maybe you like it.
0: Just, just one year. You no, know we got to talk about we didn't mention. What? Last thing, we'll then we'll wrap this up. Jalmerson.
1: Oh yeah, the Swedish missile defense system. Powering down.
0: Play Foo Fighter. There goes my hero in the background.
1: <laughs> there goes my hero. Watch him
0: as he go. I saw a tweet when he was retiring, announced that he was retiring, that I forgot the exact number, but they're like, the amount of shots he blocked was like equivalent to taking a shot every single day for like four straight years.
1: Like a shot of alcohol? Oh, I don't know. For me, that makes sense. <laughs> no, he, I mean, that's that sucks. <laughs> yeah. I just...
0: He's going to go down probably as the greatest defensive defenseman to yes. play the
1: game. I already I already saw like comparisons of that, like with like the advanced stats, his defensive advanced stats, like on a scale of one to hundred were like 100 for multiple years.
0: Oh no, the internet went out again, I think. All right, but basically, yeah, Merson just consistently was always great, always good, and you didn't hear much about him. He was kind of always forgotten because he was on that team with – there we go. Are you back?
1: Yeah. Internet kicked off again for a second. Yeah. Uh, when I was
0: saying – before, before you finish your thought, what I was just saying was he was one of those guys that didn't get recognition. He would always get lost in the shuffle because he was behind Keith and Seebs. Um, Then he gets out to Arizona where, you know, nobody – pays attention down there and nobody really there's no media down there for them so it's just he's going to go out it's probably one of the most under underappreciated players and to play the game
1: oh absolutely and i think the only ones that are going to appreciate him are the, the hawks fans that yeah. like watched all the stanley cups and just watch how clutch and key he was in the defensive zone I mean, I mean there's not many players that are like him it's it's hard to find somebody that's going to give up their body every single shift and then go out there and do it again and then just keep doing it and just all right. I'll just I'll be back here when you guys go ahead and score.
0: It just sucks too that he probably had his career moment taken from him. In, oh uh, yeah. Yeah, in the 2013
1: game seven, yeah, conference finals. <laughs> because it was a what it was a penalty or is it offside? I can't remember. Penalty
0: be, yeah, penalty behind the play. By sod. Yeah, good. Yeah. You fucking treated that asshole. No. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think the greatest thing, if anybody could ever find it, is um look up Yelmerson's first goal in the NHL. It's against Detroit. It's a give-and-go with Marty Havlat in the neutral zone that he just tees it up from right across the blue line. It goes top to, like, far down. It's insane. Oh, baby. God,
0: I love the hammer. I wish he could send me a new one-day contract.
1: Yeah, I mean, one last shift. That's got to happen for sure.
0: Oh, 100%. It's just yeah, crazy, now, though, like- too, now. So, it's like... The dynasty era is gone. Johnson's retired. Steve's retired. Keith's retired. Shaw's retired. <laughs> Keith's retired? Or oh, sorry, this is
1: actually retired. <laughs> Keith is gone. Keith is gone. Um, I got on a roll there saying retired. Yeah, Keith, Keith's on vacay. Crawford's retired. Crawford's retired. retired. Versteeg's retired. Bickle. Bickle. Bufflin is basically retired. I think he just stepped away from the game. It was just like, Never coming back. <laughs> but Well, everybody, I mean, everybody.
0: So let's wrap this up. All um, this rambling. Let's just end it on this. What is your initial gut reaction to, to what the news that just happened and what's going on today? What's your initial gut reaction? Oh, it's
1: what's happening. What is happening?
0: And I think <laughs> you just named this episode.
1: Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's good. You got anything else? No. I, and I really hope that Stan has nothing else as well, but we'll see. Yeah. Except for Hagel, eight years. Let's go. Or two-year deal and then eight-year deal. Let's go.
0: Um, all right. So, yeah, that's episode <laughs> 146. Uh, what is happening? Yeah, what, uh, is what is happened? happening? Again, remember to check out our, our network, the Hockey Podcast Network. Um, all social media is HockeyPodNet um draftgains.com promo code thpn uh gives you exclusive offers even if you use the code before still throw it in there you might get something out of it subscribe to the show on youtube follow us on facebook or follow us on i said youtube spotify i'm twitter i am so fucking tired um instagram all that kind of stuff leave us reviews five stars no matter what but leave us your shitty review if you want to but make sure to give us five stars helps the show out you know even if you hate us help us out (laughs) um so yeah for tanner and jerem we'll we'll see you on the next one
1: later boys love you bye the windy city benders podcast subscribe to the show on apple podcast spotify and youtube And follow the boys on socials at WCB Podcast.